It's time for Loud Pipes. The podcast that brings you the best conversations relating to motorcycles, the riding experience, and other motoring adventures. Here are your hosts for this episode, Rich Warfield, Rico Hogan, and John Maracle. Loud Pipes, episode 164. We are fresh off the Gettysburg meetup for Loud Pipes 2019. Had a fantastic ride. And let's see, we're closing down the Twisted Road contest tonight. We're going to pick a winner at random. And I don't know, what else we got going on? Maybe Brother Hogan will fill us in. What's happening? What's up, families? Well, I'm about three margaritas in tonight after dinner. Oh. And I am feeling no pain and excited about doing tonight's episode because that was a good time. And yeah, I recovered from the ride, which is a good thing. <laughs> and uh, the heat, heat exhaustion is gone, Ugh. you know. So, yeah. Nice. What's up? What are you How drinking you at this moment? I am still drinking Uncle Rico's margaritas. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm telling you, these things are the bomb diggity. I'm going to start making my own drinks. <laughs> what kind of tequila? So, uh, uh, this is... Hornitos. I don't know that one. Whoo, man, they're good, bro. All right. I made I made chocolate martinis yesterday. The bomb diggity. Mm, mm, mm. Wow, Rico, you're not I'm, becoming an alcoholic, are you? I, I, I gotta, no, no, no. I'm, I'm you gotta have a talk here. I'm, 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 I'm perfecting my skill set. See, I'm perfecting it. I'm a professional. <laughs> you know. Oh. <laughs> Uh, that's right we have to have a talk after the show you know i know why we know hey rich we know why he's perfecting his skills you know what never mind i just got a little puke in my mouth mouth. (laughs) right right rich we do we do we know yeah yeah what do you what are you sipping on spider silk uh i'm having a yingling tonight yingling 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 I was up, you know, our trip to PA got me in the mood for some, you know, some mingling. We should have went there and got some beer. Oh, well, man, we had no time. We That weekend, I found out, was their 190th anniversary celebration. Oh, dang. And I guess they about shut the town of Pottsville down. Oh, dang. That's how they well, do we it. Talk to Mike. <laughs> should have went. Should have went. What are you drinking, Mr. Warfield? Well, it's been hot. It's been humid. I've been working outside. I'm sorry to hear that. And I still like <laughs> Sierra Nevada. So I got the hazy little thing. Yeah, yeah. And a can. And it's cold. And this is number three. That's what's up. Dang. It's going to be interesting. <laughs> well, it's going to be interesting. I going to really have to keep you two in line. Oh, no, man. There's yeah. no doing that. <laughs> Actually, I, I started with one of these. I rolled into a yingling. Man, this is the third one. And when I'm done with this, there's another yingling on my side. There you go. So we're going to go one, two, one, two for the night. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Uh, Just a quick reminder before we hit the topics, we are going to draw the winner for the Twisted Road contest after the U-turn. So stay tuned. We will going to give that away.
wrong bike. Wrong bike? Oh, oh yeah, you're right. That's yeah. Cool. Is that better? Or am I supposed I to hit so. this one? Which one is it? Whatever one you want to ride today. <laughs> all right. We might have to blend those together somehow. Blend them all together. Maybe that one. Not yet. Rest in peace. Not yet. All right. Gettysburg Meetup is the main attraction for this episode. And I didn't publish the audio yet. I think we might do this as a little bonus episode. We recorded an episode, or we tried to record an episode on the bikes, which didn't work out because we were riding the Blue Ridge Parkway. And there are long segments of no talking. <laughs> we're enjoying the ride and enjoying the course. <laughs> so that didn't work corners. out. <laughs> Most of the corners. How about that? Right. Yeah. There was one we didn't enjoy too much, and we'll talk about that. Yeah, we will. But yeah, Gettysburg Meetup, good time. This is our second year. Let's see, second year in a row for the meetup in Gettysburg, staying at the Drummer Boy Campground. We did not partake in the Bike Week festivities this year, and I think this is our third year in a row making it up there. All right, John, if we count the trophy delivery the year before uh, that, or was it the same year? Uh, what do we do with the trophy? We it? took trophy up, stayed at Zion's for a night. Yeah. Wasn't that the year before? No, it was last year. That was last year. And then you and Dave have gotten together for like the last three or four years. We figured yep, that last out. Th- last three years, Dave and I have got together. Um, It started uh, three years ago when he in April, he went to Outer Banks Bike Week, and I went out there to hook up with him that weekend. And then the last two years, we've met up in PA. Um, so we met up. Last year for Bike Week, we also met up and went to Zion's house. So that um, was last year. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and then this year. So three times, and that's, I don't know, Dave, uh, one of our things kind of going along is we're trying to keep that momentum going of at least meet up once a year ride like you and Robert did. So, yeah, like I said, I it's a good weekend. You know, it didn't work out this year, but. I think going forward, it's a good weekend for me to get away. It is a good long ride. And now we know some, some better roads at least to get there. And like I said, you know, my father's birthday is just a couple of days later. So it's a good time to get up into that part of PA just in general. So, and everyone was fun to hang out with. That's always a plus. Yeah, it is. It was. Yeah. Yeah. So let's see. Let me cover the attendees so I don't forget anyone. We just want to make sure we throw that out there and, and thank everyone for joining in. So obviously there was myself, Rico, and John, the three of mm-hmm. us. Actually got the ride up together, which was kind of nice. We're going to cover yes, that. Yes, it was. Dangerous Dave as the host, of course. Dangerous Deb was there as well, his yeah, wife. Yeah. And we want to thank the her, dynamic duo. her hospitality and cooking and taking care of us, our cuts and bruises and whatever we needed. So don't forget about the drinks. Don't forget about the drinks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. We also had Chris Geis was there, Stephen case and my brother, Kenny, that yeah. rounds out the kind of the loud pipes meetup. And that was, we also had Lonnie and Brian and Melissa, Melissa. 
Missy. She goes by Missy, right? Yep, Missy. Yep, they were there. Uh, got to thank Brian as well for cooking when we got there. Um, the first night. Friday night. And then, uh, well, y'all missed, y'all, y'all were still getting, primped, you know, all princified Saturday morning. I just got up and went over to have breakfast and hung up with them. So Brian made got, breakfast too? No, Lonnie did. Lonnie made breakfast. Oh, wow. Oh, good stuff. Yeah, so they got out, the, he got out the grill and, uh, I know um, Lonnie and Melissa or Missy are, and Dave, the four of us are the ones going to surge us definitely for next year. So mm-hmm. that's going to be a uh, hoot, a good time, <laughs> right? Good time. I can imagine. Yeah, good time. You know, good, good people know, to hang out with. You know, Rich, when we got there for breakfast, you know how John escaped out on us early and didn't bother to wake nobody up. Yeah. Didn't he look extraordinarily full and happy <laughs> when we got there? Yeah, there was wasn't that many, you know, hash browns or or eggs <laughs> right? left. It was like looked, it's like wait, f- four dudes still got to eat, right? And there's like a John, fist, fistful of scrambled eggs left. <laughs> hey, John, and John looked like a happy hobbit, you know. Man, <laughs> he looked like he had swallowed the canary and the whole fleet, the whole flock of them. Right, Friday night, <laughs> dangerous Dave. Said breath is at eight o'clock. Oh, sure. Eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. Kick stands up at nine thirty. And y'all were still at seven o'clock snoring the wood. Now we get the itinerary <laughs> a week later. Yeah, right. <laughs> he he said it. He said it. As he snuck out the house real uh <laughs> hobbit like. Rich was up. <laughs> Kenny was up. I don't remember who else was up. Y'all had to take your showers. <laughs> John John got up. He was all ready to go. Basically, uh, like I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> shut the door real quick. <laughs> real gentle light, and you hear his bike kind of roll off into the gravel. Yeah, start up. I was like that son bitch. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Oh man, it's all good, Johnny. I'm in tears. It's all good. Oh. We love you, baby. Love you too, Rico. <laughs> so the, well, the cabin, were, the cabin worked out pretty well. What did you guys think of that place? Six beds, supposed to sleep nine, but I think six is about good for us. Yeah, I think it accommodated everything. You know, John sleeping above us and snoring the way he was. Bad idea. <laughs> it was a bad idea. We should have put him in the room behind a <laughs> closed door or something. <laughs> Hey, hey, y'all, I got the, well, yeah, so, uh, you know, I can't help it. Yeah. Steve, I got to tell you, Steve and I are up there snoring away. Steve was saying I didn't snore, but he was snoring away, too. And Rico, you snore just as, you you, you got the snoring going on, too. So there's at least three of us in there snoring. Man. You know, I remember laying there, I was sleeping, I was looking up at the ceiling thinking, how am I going to do this? <laughs> How am I gonna fall asleep? I told you I bring like, earplugs in. I know, right? And I, I told like, you guys oh. bring earplugs. Nobody brought the earplugs. I did. I had them. Did you put them in? Man. No. Well, <laughs> I just Man. put a. I just played something on my phone and went to sleep. Went to sleep. Uh, it was hilarious. It was a good time. So I, you know, with all that, it was still a good time. It was, and I, I enjoyed every minute of it. You know, just hanging out with everybody, being there. With Chris and Steven, it was still a, a blast to share. And Kenny, you know, taking one for the team, sleeping out on the pullout futon. We appreciate you, bro. 
that mattress was comfortable and it was probably better than the one I had because my mattress was covered in plastic like it was a kid's bed. So, of course, it makes your skin sweat. So I'm freezing cold and I'm soaked from sweat. I'm like, this is not a good combo. Nice. You know, you know, you got the rule with the stripper pole in it. So, you mm, know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I did have some other benefits, I, I must admit. Oh, so and my thankful. room, my room had the vent fan that blew out into the main area. Oh, yeah. And so when one, he farted, we had he blew it out into our room. I could just fire it out into the rest of the cabin. <laughs> well, but the funny thing is, Rico, you do know there was one between into your room too. So there was one on the law lo- in the, you know, went into the loft. So it came out of riches. So we could have just the loft, killed Kenny. <laughs> right. And across the whole room. Probably they do that uh, to allow for airflow to. Um, well, back to the return because there's only one return for the AC in the living room, but there was a vent in the room I was in. There was a vent on the side that Rico was in. Yeah. And it blew, the vent blew into Rico's room there that vent so it didn't go back in so i think it just kind of pulled air through the top to, to that's circulate that's what i'm saying you need the air to go back to where the ac return vent is right yeah but, but the room. fan in our room blew towards rico not back into the main living room oh did it okay yeah that's backwards <laughs> then yeah that's what i was trying to explain to you well maybe because that was the loft area and it was warm I guess. Right. Yeah. So it was warm yeah. in that loft. Was it warm? That's what I was going to ask you, John. If, yeah, yeah. How warm did it get up there? It it was warm. It was freezing in the room I was in. I had shut the fan off, the ceiling fan off, and and even closed up the vent a little bit in the floor. Huh. It was it was a little chilly, yeah. and then sweating from the plastic, which was nice. <laughs> but I slept pretty well though. Didn't didn't mind that. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah. So, will we stay there again? I would stay there again. We've we've done it twice. The first cabin we had was was much smaller. It basically had a queen bed and then four bunks, all jammed into one room. I didn't really like that setup. The bathroom in that first cabin was a little better, or I'm yeah, sorry, a little that, bigger. Yeah, the one that we had this time was tiny. Yeah for 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 sleeping accommodations for nine people to have a small bathroom like that. That was tough. And that's what kept us from getting to breakfast. Like everyone had to cycle through a shower one by one. Well, I hope they would cycle through one by one. We were waiting for, well, we didn't have any couples. So there was no one showering together that I know of. Right. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Thank goodness. That would be awkward. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I thought you and Rich might. Hey, 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 wait your turn. Wait your turn. Easy, easy. Yeah, so that was the slow part getting out of there was like one bathroom and I guess I would split it. I would have like the shower in one area and then maybe another toilet sink separate. So at least one person can shower, one person can get ready. Right. But, well, I use the kitchen sink sometimes to brush my teeth and wash my face because I took my shower at night so I wouldn't have to deal with the morning rush of trying to get it all in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But overall, I, I liked it. I mean... I said this last year and the same held true this year. It's almost a waste to get the cabin though, because we sleep in the cabin, but we hang out at Dave's RV. Right. So we don't use any of the other amenities that are there. So it's almost like we, we could really kind of tent camp it if we had like a big comfy tent because right. we're not really using the, we're not really using right. the cabin and, facility. And we can, we can shower in Dave's 
awesome RV, right? Well, they have a shower. They have a main area for that. Yeah, yeah you could use the... Uh, they have community showers and baths. And showers. We used that last year, well, the first night. And it wasn't bad. Cool. I know Regal's like, ah, uh, no. Uh, no. You know, see what happened is I got a chucking in the savings. <laughs> see, what had happened was when I found out it was a community shower, I made a wrong turn. Right. And I ended up in West Virginia and then I just went home. Right. <laughs> no, I, I thought it was fine, but I, I we got to find something different. I think the, the one we're going to do next year with Teleco Plains, I think, is going to work out. More to our yeah. favor because everyone's going to stay in the same place. We're all going to use the same facility. You know, it's not going to be like this split of staying one place, hanging out at another. Yeah. Right. The one for next year, Telco, I think it's, I mean, Rich, you've been there. Well, Rico too. Yeah. You guys been there. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. I mean, it's all a community bathhouse, but it's not, it's not a bad bathhouse. And, you know, then you got the. Well, and it's a small campsite too. So it, you know, it's yeah. kept fairly clean. There's not a ton of people there. Yeah, so I need to uh, think about that. I need to book my place. I need okay. to book a room. I'm going to book a cabin. All right. So where, where do you guys want to start? You want to talk about the ride up there, which was fun. We haven't ridden together as as the three of us in quite a while. Oh, no, that ride yeah. up. You know, I, I it was interesting. I mean, we met up in Mount Airy. Yep, Mount Airy, North Carolina. And man, I left here and it was hot. And, and I know Rico left Atlanta, not trying to jump out. He had the hot ride. But Ooh, you know, I was, I was dreading to ride, and I was like, I looked at the forecast, and I thought I was going to get soaked. And I thought, okay, I'm going to get soaked. And I got going down to, you know, lift the house at 95 degrees, and I could just see in the clouds going, <laughs> you know, whilst I'm like the darkness. I'm going to get soaked. I'm going to get soaked. And I was just waiting to get soaked. And it, then the bigger thing is, is, you know, riding a bike, the temperature gauge kept dropping 95, 93, 91, mm. 85. I mean, mine was dropping. I'm like, ooh, I'm hitting a storm. So I was thinking I was going to get drenched, but I never got drenched. But I got to Mount Aries, nice 77 degrees. Did you suit up, rain gear and all? So, in fact, I did because I wore my Joe. I figured I was going to get soaked, so I had a choice either to wear my mesh jacket and then put a rain coat over it, or I figured, well, I'll wear my Joe Rocket. That's a you know waterproof jacket, and not worry about the rain jacket. Right, <laughs> just doesn't have as much airflow. So I wore that, and I had my regular mesh pants on. So I stopped at I started to sprinkle. So I stopped the rain pants on, and I didn't need them. But as I got closer to Mount Airy, I missed a rainstorm because it there was the roads that were wet. Not bad. Yeah. So then I got to Mount Airy, checked in the hotel, which was eh. It was it was okay. It was decent. It, clean. It, it was a place to sleep. Right. And there's a Mexican place across the street that I went and had dinner at. That oh. Good. So I go to it was, it was different. So I usually get you go to Mexican. It's, I go usually go get the ACP, which is. Rice with cheese, on, with chicken on top of it. So, got better rice, chicken, and cheese sauce poured on top of it. Queso and you can... Pollo. Do what? Nothing. I was just speaking in Spanish. <laughs> I'm like, huh? Don't confuse the man. <laughs> and usually you get, like, uh, 
tortilla shells with it, but I didn't get any. This one they called it Texas ACP, and it had shrimp, steak, and chicken. Mm. A big plate. I mean, it was, it was, there was a lot. I wish I could have saw those eyes lit up when their plate came. Oh yeah, uh, it, was a, <laughs> it was a lot. And then y'all finally mm. decided to show up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we I waited, ended up waiting for Rico, and I I'm glad I did because he had a long ride, a long hot ride from Atlanta, and I figured, you know the the last hour and a half at least I can do is wait and ride with him. So I just hung out at work until he got there probably what, eight o'clock? Yeah, about eight. It was about eight o'clock. And then mm-hmm. we of course went and had us a copper and a smoke. Got some cigars from um JR <laughs> Cigar. JR Cigars. That's still a cool place. Cool place. And then we ah. took the rip from there to Mount Airy and met up with John. Yeah. That was a good ride. And thanks for, you know, I, I know I've said this a couple of times now, Rich, but thanks for, you know, hanging around and, and, you know, that last hour and a half riding from Mooresville to Mount Aries would have been tough by myself riding from Atlanta. And yeah, if you weren't there to kind of, you know, be there and ride with me so we can talk and catch up and all that, I think it would have been just like a little daunting, you know. Yeah, I would have done it, but it was just it was nice to have you there and to be able to catch up with you. And well, and then you would have got to Mount Airy, and we would have stayed up half the night catching up. Right, exactly. So yeah, so we got it all out, and we were able to get in, park the bikes, cover them up, and take our shower, just kind of chill for a minute before we hit the sack. But yeah, it was a good ride, and you know, my ride from Atlanta right after work was hot as heck. Yeah, I mean, man, I think it was like. 100 degrees when I left, and I was just drenched. And there was, um, you know, not a lot of traffic, but it was enough to frustrate you, you know, and, and the bike was, I had just changed the oil, so it was, I don't know, it was weird. The bike was running a little warmer than normal. So I was like, wow, I was wondering what was going on. I was like, well, did I put enough oil in it, whatever, whatever, whatever. But, you know, as the oil, you know, I don't know, filtered through the motor, whatever, it eventually got cooler. Mm-hmm. It wasn't as hot, but I was like the the you know the first ride, the first couple hours of riding, I was like, man, the motor is a little hotter than normal. I was like, what's up? So I kept adjusting my legs and everything, <laughs> and you know, because I was sweating on, on underneath my 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 thigh and everything. I was like, ah, so I was raising and standing and, and blah, blah, blah. But uh, by the time we got up to um, uh, PA, you know, it had started the, the motor had started cooling and, and and stuck at its normal temperature I'm normally riding at. But uh, yeah, that was I was like, wow, what's going on? I was like, what, what, what's going on here? And then I was like, this is isn't isn't right, you know? Maybe they had to put enough oil in it. And I mean, they tell you five and a half quarts and blah blah blah. I was like, ah, this ain't right. So I was thinking, I was like, maybe I need to find a, a Indian dealership to add more oil to it, but whatever, whatever. But no, it, it worked itself out. It filtered through. I don't know. I have to talk to somebody about, you know, that that period of just the motor just seems to run a little warmer than normal after an oil change. And I don't know what's up with that. You know, that's weird. Maybe there's there's some kind of. And get some air in the system somewhere. It wasn't yeah, circulating. I, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I was like, wow, why is the bike riding warmer than normal? And well, uh, it, was, but anyway, it was a hot day. It was. It was. And I was in traffic a lot of the time um, until I got past Greenville. Um, a couple po- points of I got stuck in Greer. I know right off of 14, my old stomping ground in Campobello. Mm. I got I got off there because there was lightning coming. There was this really dark cloud. I mean, it got dark all of a sudden. 
I know it's my ride, but by the time I got to Greenville and got to Greer, the clouds that came in, I was like, all right, I need to pull off. I needed gas too, so it kind of worked out. Got off at Grill, thinking I was going to go to the Indian dealership, but I say I want to put on my rain suit and get suited, put gas in, and wait for the rain to hit and see how long I need to stay at the gas station covered before I hit the road again. So I, as I was there, I put gas in. I was sitting at the gas station, putting on my rain gear, or whatever. This guy came up to me. He's like, "Yeah, 85 is a standstill, so you might want to take the back roads." And mm. here's a way I know I live over here. You need to. He he rode Indian too. He had a, a scout. He was telling me all the roads to kind of get around the traffic and get back on the highway. So I was like, all right, where's the end to make a right, make a left here, da, da, da. I'm like, all right, I got it. So I, I think I may have talked to you during that time. I'm not sure. You At the gas station, yeah, I called Yeah, you. yeah, yeah. So I was like, all right, yeah, we were conversating back and forth. And I was just like, all right, about to hit the road, blah, blah, blah. Got suited up, hit the road, and it didn't rain. <laughs> You're like, John, you got all suited up? Nothing. Yeah, yeah, nothing. And I was just waiting for the, 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 the sky to fall because it was lightning pretty good. I mean, lightning strikes here and there. I was like, oh, man, I'm about to get poured on. I was like, yeah, could, the way the clouds look, it's like I was going to get hailed on. Mm. So that's why I kind of stayed a little bit longer at the gas station, just kind of talking and BSing around. Riding it out. But, but yeah, but yeah, I missed uh, a good majority of the storm, which is good. Yeah, and same with me. Once you met up with me, there was a a lot of thunderstorms in the area, and I mean, we, we maybe got a couple of drops on the windshield on the way up. And that was it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Yep. So then the next morning, Johnny John had a fantastic little route planned for us, and right. I, I won't do it any justice. What were the route numbers, John? So, uh, well, since let me preface this, <clears throat> plan the strip out. <laughs> Rich said, As you always do. We can't eat the hotel. We can't eat the hotel. We can't have hotel food. We got to go have a good breakfast. <laughs> I got to have a good, good base bre- to start. Got to have a good right? base. Okay. Did the map. Put Cracker Barrel down the street. Put that in the GPS. Did that and then plant the route. So we go to leave. Hmm. Well, wait. We did eat at the hotel. For the record, we had there. a little something to eat from the hotel. We had the whole right. record of the hotel. So I get on the bike, I put the GPS in, I start up the route because I was like, we're going to go on this route. We're all good. Forgetting that I had to the route to go to Cracker Barrel. So we get to the light and we're supposed to turn to the, to the right. And I'm looking at the GPS. I'm like, why do we got to go left? The, the red lines or the, the pink line is pointing to <laughs> the, 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 the right. I'm like, oh. That's what we're going to crack, bro. Breakfast. So we turn it to light, and then we Rico goes, "Hey, there's a Starbucks up here on the road. I need some coffee. I got a better idea. <laughs> so the coffee at the hotel sucked. So we need yeah, Starbucks. Okay, it's just up here. So go up there, and we need a gas. <laughs> and we need gas. All right, so we go up there, go to Starbucks. Rico gets a coffee, gets a breakfast sandwich because we went to the hotel was wasn't you know good, which enough. is really good. And, and then Rich goes, "Well, since he's getting a sandwich, I guess I'll get a coffee. I guess I'll get one too." <laughs> I'm saying, "I'm like okay, all right, let me just sit here and wait." <laughs> As we walk inside, John's pacing back and forth at his bed. He's got a schedule, and we're messing up the rotation. I said, okay. So, 
we only were only an hour behind when we left. So we left out of Mount Airy, one up. I think it was one oh four out of Mount Airy. Took that to Stewart, Virginia. Mulberry, don't forget. Well, yeah. Well, that's. Oh yeah, we went through. So we did end going through downtown Mayberry or Mayberry, not Mulberry. Mayberry. Mayberry. And Mayberry is what the home of who? Andy Griffin. So do you remember the show Andy Griffith? Yeah. There's, a yeah, be, so, be a police guy, right? Yeah. So that's what uh, Mayberry was based off of Mount Airy. Mm-hmm. Is what they did. Uh, so, gotcha. so that's where it comes into play, where you see why it's called Mayberry. It's technically Mount Airy. And Andy Griffiths was from Mayberry. Or Mount Airy, sorry. Uh, <laughs> but we did. it there. was neat to see the old police cars running around as, as the tour vehicles. Right. Yeah, so you, you, you go know, down... I, 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 I gotta say, I gotta say this. It may be wrong, but whatever. It was cool, cool to see white people in the back of police cars <laughs> <laughs> in an old like '60s police car. <laughs> oh, Rico! Wow, <laughs> it was kind of you know, it kind of tickled me a little bit. <laughs> but you know, whatever. <laughs> You're like, hey, it is possible. <laughs> wow okay all right cool. Rico that, that's, okay. that's a tour vehicle <laughs> oh. they're just getting a tour <laughs> that, that explains it <laughs> yeah so uh, we left out of Mayberry and we went up I'm <laughs> 103 into Stewart which I've done before and I knew that was a pretty nice ride road and then out of Stewart we jumped on Route 8 or I should say south of Stewart we ju- jumped on Route 8 and Eight went into Stewart mm-hmm. and got on uh, eight and fifty eight. Got a little gas because we waited. I knew how far our gas station was up there, so we got some gas. And then we went up Route Eight, and that was fun. Yeah, that's the you know the group I ride with a lot. The Dragon Crew guys, we ride that since that's where we go stay a lot. We ride at Route Eight, so it was a lot of fun. And I feel bad for you too because you guys got stuck behind the camper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I will say it was probably good because after that, there was a cop car that came down the road. <laughs> I'm halfway up it, and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, and all of a sudden, there was a couple times a we got stuck behind cars, and it was probably good to temper things, if you know what I mean. Right. Uh, but it was, that was a fun road. I mean, it was fun. I mean, it was, starts out nice and easy, and then as you get near the top, it gets very technical and twisty. So, yeah. So. And then we ended up on the Blue Ridge Parkway, which is, that's where we tried to record the episode. Yep, we got, you got the camera going, and we stopped at an Overlook, met uh, three ladies from from Kentucky, am I correct, Rico? I believe they I were it was Kentucky, Kentucky yeah. yeah. Kentucky, and they were on their way, I think, to Mount Airy yep, as well. Yeah, they were. Yeah, we, just, we, just, we were telling them, no, hey, we just left there, we stayed overnight, and they were packing heat. Watch out for the cop cars. Right. Yeah. Yep. So they were, they were uh, pretty cool. We took a photo of them. They took a photo of us. Yeah. Appreciate the group photo, and that'll be new. Well, actually, I put some of those in the show notes. Let's see. I've got the, the one of us each by our bikes overlooking the mountains that was taken at that rest stop. Yeah, and the view is just beautiful. I mean, what was really nice. I mean, and we had a lot of this during plan for a day was, you know, down below was probably the upper 80s 90 but up top it was like 75 degrees yeah that was really nice driving through there and there was times going by the blue ridge it's like i didn't realize we were like right on the peak of the mountain because 
Yeah. The scenery was great left and right. Yep. So right. we so we took the Blue Ridge all the way up to other side of Stanton. Rock uh, no, we went to Roanoke. We got up to uh other side of Rock or uh Roanoke. And then uh on a nice twisty part we ran into Jason, uh JT Southern Fried YouTuber that Oh that's right. We, which was really cool because we went by uh, by him at a rest stop and he came flying by. We stopped at an overlook and he comes flying by, pointing his finger out and like, and I'm like, hey, I know him. Turn around, came back, shoot the breeze with him for a few minutes. So that was really, really cool. Yeah, that was cool. I got to go find his YouTube channel so I can put it in the show notes. Yep. He rides a Yamaha Striker. And man, he can ride that bike. Sounded good too. Yeah. So, and uh, so after that, we realized that we needed to, if we want to make dinner in Gaysburg, we needed to hit the road. So <laughs> after that, we kind of continued on, and then we took um, five hundred one over to by Natural Bridge, and no, no, we didn't do that. We went farther down, went up to Bella Vista in Lexington, and. Got on, uh, got on the highway there. Yeah, it was a good ride. I mean, it was fun to ride, you know, with the two, the three of us like that. Because, like I said, we haven't we haven't done that in a while. And we, of course, had a learning moment. Rico and I had our little OS moment. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. You two decided that was that. Yeah, yeah, that was before Jason got with us, backed up with us. Rich decided to show what the redhead could do. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'll, I'll get my <laughs> version of the story, and Rico can correct me if I get astray. All right. So Rico's leading. I'm second. John third. And of course, we're all talking on the center, and we're we're cruising along. And I would say Rico passed John to pick up the pace. So the pace well, picked up a little bit at that point. Okay. Yeah, well, Rico, I guess, wasn't happy with the speed I was going. I was keeping it in check because we're on the parkway, and Rico's like, let's go. Like All of a sudden, he's like, you know, not, not trying to throw us out. Rico was te- kind of tame in the morning, kind of chill, taking yeah, a nice was really ride. Chill. He was really chill. Yeah. He was chill, which is fine. I'm going through the twisties, and he's taking his time, which is great. And then we get going out, and it's like, boom, and I'm like. He passes John. I pass John because now I want to run second. All right. And we're going along, and at one point, Rico goes into a left-hand turn, which ended up being a little sharper than we expected. Right. Oh, yeah. So, (laughs) and there there were multiple errors. So, the first thing, the first thing is, he got a little too much front brake, stood the bike up, started running wide. Yep. Error number two is I was too close. And then I got into front brake, stood my bike up, and started to run even wider. (laughs) And Rico had the presence of mind to realize how close I was, he gets off the brake, tosses it to the left, gets around the corner, and I do the same. And meanwhile, John behind us is crapping a brick because <laughs> over this turn was just a cliff. There was no guardrail. Yeah. There was no barrier. It was Nothing. If we went off the road, we would have just tumbled for yeah. God knows how uh, far. Or <laughs> you could say, I know you know this movie, I should have bought the squirrels or the, the peanuts or something as it. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg and what's the name? They went off the cliff and down the hill. You should have bought the the nuts, whatever. Sorry, I messed that up. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, so that was our, you know, our moment, our learning moment. And 
I have a little snippet of it on YouTube. I guess we could share that for uh, people to learn from. But yeah, we've talked about it before. I think it was um, it was either Brian Huntingcut or John Jones or somebody was telling us like, you know, when you're in the middle of the corner and you get on the brake, the bike just stands itself right up. And yeah, by gosh, and it does. did, <laughs> and it did, it did, it did. <laughs> you know. And I was you know, I was coming pretty hot. You know, like you said, I didn't anticipate anticipate yep. the quarter being as sharp as it was, and I was like, oh crap. And I did kind of have an old crap moment, and I was like, ah. Oh. Then I, you know, immediately as I'm slamming on the front brake, the bike stood up. I'm like, where's Rich? And I was like, okay, he's to my right. And I was like, all right, I got to hammer it over to the right or yep. to the left. And I did that. And, I, you know, as we watched the video, it didn't look as video dramatic as it felt. Yeah, it looked kind of tame. But, you know, at, in the moment, and you think about your buddy and all the ramifications, if you make the wrong choices in that split of a second, you know, what could have happened? Yeah. Man, it was it was terrifying, and like, why did I take this corner at this speed when I know better, you know? But uh, anyway, and you all the experience that we that we have, you know, and it was good that Rich is comfortable at taking corners to where you are now, which you are a champ now. I was just <laughs> like impressed by how much you've come, it's how far you've come, yeah. <laughs> You know, from riding the deuce till now, I was like, whoa, you are taking those corners with some authority. You know what I'm saying? I was like, well, okay. So to watch Rich ride now today on the bikes that he, you know, uh, on the Redhead and on the R6, you have improved hand over fish, brother. And I am so proud of you. Thanks, man. Of, you know, picking up those skills and, 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 and doing what you do because it just makes riding with you that much better because you're not afraid to take those corners. And I... I contributed that for you wanting to take the bike, the R6, on the track and learn yeah. how to properly ride it. So kudos to you for doing that, and you are a much better rider. Yeah, you would think it. we would have slowed down after that, but... Yeah, we didn't. I think I started to lead for a while. <laughs> yeah, 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 we just kept it going. <laughs> Let's yeah. just say and, we got out of center range for a while. <laughs> right, right. We gave a little bit more space. And even even John, you know, John, I'm so impressed with you, bro. Oh, he rips and, it. Oh, Thanks, my man. goodness. You are an animal. To, Thanks, to, man. To, to, to watch you ride that that spider the way you do and take the corners <laughs> at the speeds you do, it's just <laughs> impressive. You know, coming, you know, you know, being a beginner riding, I think, what, it was like two years into it now? Four. Four years? I seriously, uh, man, no, it's just. Um, is it four? I, I just started four. Just, just started, started four? four. Just started four. What? What barber? What? What episode was that when he dropped a hammer on us that he had got a bike? Was it the first 40, year we went to barber? Forty-five. No, it was to uh, Alabama, and it was episode like forty-five. Wow. Oh no, we were in Atlanta. Yeah, that Thursday night before the. Um, the barber, right? Right. No, no, no before. No. Before we met up with, um, oh, dang it. Um, Here um, it is, Rico, um, 45. Aaron. 45. Yeah. Wow. Before we met up with Aaron from Chuckle and Hyde. I'm going to put that in the show notes so people can go back and hear John yes. tra- dropping a bomb on us. Just, oh, my God. And then you got to go floor. listen to, the other thing I do, you got to go back and listen to episode 100 because that was the recap of that, that night. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> of what happened? What Rich was thinking <laughs> that was that was the bomb. Yeah, that, you the two mixed together. Yeah, it's just like oh wow. <laughs> so yeah, thanks, man. I mean, yeah, yeah. And combined mileage from not only this spider, 
but the one previous to this, I mean, you are blowing me and Rich out the water, bruh. For mileage, so, forget it. For mileage, yeah. Mileage so, wise. So, so we'll throw this out since it didn't get in the audio. In fact, on the ride, and we recorded during the episode, was I dinged 40,000 on the spider. Wow. Of, of the miles itself. You know, when I, and I should have done something different, was later in the day, is actually when I bought the spider, it had 180 on it. So farther in the day, I actually dinged off 40,000 that I've ridden the bike. Right. So, and then if you combine the two, it's 65,000 miles between the two, over 65,000 between the two. Wow. But the crazy thing is, as I told John, I had the deuce for 12 years. I sold it with about 38,000 miles on it. And his second bike in less than two years has passed all that mileage. <laughs> it's a year and a half. As I said, yeah. less than two years. It's like, yeah. right. Yeah. So ridiculous. Yeah, and, and you know, it's been mixed. It hasn't been all highways and it hasn't been all back roads. It's been a combination. I mean, more of it probably has been interstate, but I've started to hit more twisty turns and roads and I can, it depends on the road and how the terrain is. If it's cliffs on the side, you're not going to see me go fast. Cause I, that's just a fear I have huh. and I can't do it. it. But if, if it. you get me on straight, kind of stuff like we did in PA when I took off with Dave. Mm-hmm. I mean I was I was hauling. You had an old 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 crap moment too. Uh, oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, he did. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so my old shit was on yeah. Saturday riding with a group. So and we talked about some of the stuff with technology and having issues and and Dave had a route planned out that he had going to do and he had some technical problems. And after lunch, you know, I think he had enough of the technical stuff. And we're on Senna's and we're talking. And I think he had enough. So he asked me to lead. I'm like, okay. And I put in it where we're going to go. So I was leading and he was blocking. And and um, and I was doing the opposite with the, with the group when he was leading. was trying to block for you guys. On a spider, you know, it's kind of hard. So anyways, but it's not, I can, as you saw, I can do it. And so Dave was doing it. And I go up. So we turn and make a we make a left hand turn and there's a group of motorcyclists coming down. They stop for us to let us out. So I take off and I go to the next intersection because it's going to be immediate right and I block. And Dave's like, "Why are you blocking?" I'm like, "I don't know." Oh, let <laughs> go. So Chris Grice was was leading and he was taking it easy because he didn't know where we we're going to go. So I come flying up next to him and I'm like, bailing along. And I come up there and I'm hauling them out. And all of a sudden there's a turn to the right. And I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> I need to get this baby rolled down pretty darn quick. So I slam on the brakes. And, you know, it, Chris and Steven have had the best view of it. And I and I, they said that they saw it, but they were like, it was like you people other said it was I was in control, but the the back end slid out. I felt the back end slid out. The, a turn and it just dived and slid and i i felt like oh shit i was going to wreck the thing but magically i didn't and i don't know how i managed through it but all the electronics i guess kicked in at the right moment i guess right i I don't know because i was looking at the dash i was (laughs) you know it's just a reaction of you know i'm not sure what y'all do but it just came instinct of okay, mm-hmm. hit the brakes, go into turn, turn it, and go and and through it. 
and I'd be okay. So that's what I did. And they, they saw the back end slide out and slide. And I think maybe anti brakes maybe kicked in. I don't know. Uh, I just, you know, took the corner and I took held the corner on with your life. Through. So, <laughs> and I thought I had that on video, but I don't. Okay. Mm. It wasn't, it wasn't video. running then. And I think some people said that, you know, I looked like I was okay. You know, it was like, yeah, he slammed on the brakes and he went into a turn and he was all right. So hmm. maybe it didn't look as bad as it did. Right. I thought it did, but it was, uh, it was an interesting moment because we we're hot dogging a little bit there. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Right. Right. A little spiritly. Yeah. And, and so, and then, you know, going back to the ride up there, we, once we got an interstate, you know, we had to deal with the interstate and then we get around traffic and accidents and slowdowns and God, that's where the other day tech failed was that going through, was it Winchester? We had, um, <laughs> we should have got off the highway. So, oh, road, roadblock. 24 miles ahead. First, I don't know. Something. And, uh. Oh, yeah. Rich pulled off to get some drink of water or take off. That's right. <clears throat> Making up for last year. Right. Yeah. And then, and then we get going through and we're, we're putting through there. And all of a sudden, Rich goes, or no, you guys were talking like, oh, no, we're sitting in traffic. So, you know, we're sitting in traffic geared up and we just kind of like taking. I unzipped my jacket, took gloves off, you know, trying to cool off. And and then all of a sudden the road started to pick up. And I'm like, oh, we're going to get through a stretch here. And then it just kept going. So then we started hauling the mail. We started going to speed limit. And it's like, are we going to stop at Starbucks? Because that was the talk in the break or on the, during the construction. And also, no, no, we're going to keep going. Well, I need to stop the zip of my jacket. It's getting a little floppy here. It's kind of. Getting a little irritated. And then we started not hitting us a lot. Rick was like, okay, let's go to Starbucks. <laughs> All of a sudden, like, yeah, let's do it. So, but uh, as I got picked on because I had the height, the camel pack on, everybody's like, well, you're sipping water. You're drinking water. And you, and you were. I was. Because I knew it was going to be hot. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's just inconsiderate. It's like, yeah, John. Someone yeah, wants to John. stop. I don't have it at my hand, you know. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. But you stepped on the side of the road and got your drink. Yeah, when traffic was stopped, I sure did. Yeah. And you guys didn't wait for the record. You guys no, we, we we pulled out a little further. I said, like, you know what? I can't leave my man on the side of the road, so I pulled off, take my jacket off, take my gloves off, and cool off that way before yeah. we hit. Starbucks. So yeah, we both both pulled off, got what we needed done, got back on the highway, and made it happen to Starbucks. Yeah. Anyway, we got there. We got there. All right. Let's see. What's up? What else? Um, was the truck stop on the way up or on the way back? On the way up. On the way up. Yes, yeah, we stopped there uh, for lunch. Um, oh yeah, oh yeah. South and we met somebody. Lunch. Yeah, we met that dude. What's Mark. His yeah, what's his name? Mark. What's his name? Mark. Yeah. So yeah, we met him. 
It was neat. Yeah. Rico had a like a fan moment. He spotted you and recognized the shirt. Right. <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, I know who you guys are." Yeah. So I was like, "Oh, loud cool. pipes." I was like, "What? You know about loud?" He's like, "Yeah, you guys got a I picture." Yeah, I got a picture with him. Gave him a couple swags, items, and uh, yeah, it was you know, it was, yeah, it was kind of neat because for us, we're just regular people, and we're just riding back and forth. And we try to advertise our podcast as much as we can as we ride. And to have somebody come up to you out of the blue and say, hey, man, that's a cool shirt. You know, and didn't, re- didn't put it together like, wait a minute, you're Rico. <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> so it was kind of <laughs> neat. <laughs> it was kind of neat uh, to, uh, to, to experience that firsthand, you know, and to to embrace dude the way he embraced us you know it was kind of cool he was all excited kind of starstruck in a way you know almost but uh, i was the same way in, in retrospect just thinking about wow here's a here's another a guy that rides motorcycles and listens to our to our show that we've been you know put our sweat and tears into to try to get it to the fact that we can ride out somewhere and somebody recognize our show you know to do that you know, that's a huge accomplishment to me to to be in it five years, to just be out riding in the middle of nowhere. You would think no one would know us. Right. And somebody to recognize our, our show was just like, wow, it was a moment for me. And I really I really kind of sunk in like, wow, we're we're really doing something that people can connect with. And it was really awesome. Yep, that's good. Yeah. And and Mark, if you're listening. um or as we know you're listening because he's coming back through the the back catalog. Uh, if you get a chance, send us that picture because we didn't we didn't get one ourselves. We used his phone, right? <laughs> so we don't have the photo. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So that was cool. Then we got to let's see what else did we do. Then I guess it was just long hot ride from there up to Gettysburg, and the festivities were on from there. Yeah, we kind of went through the the state park there again in Maryland. That's an awesome little ride that you don't expect to find in Maryland. Um, right. And then we hung out and had dinner. They had a uh, chicken for us and potatoes, and had beer and alcohol. And I think Rich, Dave, and Rico made a made a beer run. I correct. Yeah, bought way more oh, yeah. than I could drink in the weekend. Left it for Dave, right. which is fine. Right. We expect to have those beers when we get back. We'll go back <laughs> up with Dave, right? <laughs> I expect to have have one, maybe not from that same twelve pack, but right, right. I got the the Yingling Black and Tan. Yeah, how was it? It was good. I really enjoy those. Was nice. Good. Uh, let's see. Let's talk a little bit about our ride then on the meetup. So Saturday was the big meetup. We already talked about John Hogg and all the breakfast. So we don't have to cover that part again. Greedy. And we headed out. Dangerous Dave had a nice little ride planned for us. Short story, technology screws us once again. Right. But our our pit stop at the, thir- was it the Thirsty Farmer? I believe it was called. I have it here in the show notes. Um, yeah, the Thirsty Farmer Brew Works. Was a yep. cool place to stop. Had some good beer and some good food, and the coolest bathroom ever. Urinal, right? Urinals and sinks and everything made out of kegs, which was pretty cool. <laughs> that was awesome. A picture of that urinal is in the show notes, by the way. 
I gotta get, get one of those. It's like the ultimate in recycling, right? It's a storage right. vessel. It's a dispenser. It's for recycling. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> it was cool. So yeah, I had a nice. Just had a couple. Like had a little sampler or a flight. Flight. Yeah. You know, not too much, and then we we finished off our ride after that. But man, was it hot! I rode for a while without the jacket, which I regret because my arms are still peeling. <laughs> are they? Yeah. Nice. And I, I don't enjoy that anymore. Like, I don't know. I've, I guess I've really become comfortable with the gear that I have that I don't feel near as comfortable riding when I don't have it. Right. And and I don't mean just comfort in terms of I don't feel like I can ride the same way. I just mean physically I'm not as comfortable. Like when it's super hot, I would rather have the jacket on, keep that moisture right. on my body. You know, you don't, you don't dry out as much and then you don't right. get fried in the sun. Right, right, right. It's amazing, you know. Once you go from one extreme to the, mm-hmm. to the other, or when you or when you ride with with your armor on and without it, you realize once you're exposed like that and you're riding the wind, the sun hitting you the way it is, you do deplete dramatically. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Versus, you know, you yes, you're sweating with the gear on. Yes, it's hot, but your body, your core temperature is being controlled and you're not, you know, releasing all that moisture and being as dried out as you would normally if you didn't have it on. So it's kind of neat to see the two extremes and really appreciate. I get, I guess if you don't ride without the armor on, then you, you wouldn't know, right? But once you ride with the armor on and, you're, and you are sweating and you really are uh, 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 Right in the distance and, and realize that, you know what, you don't have to drink as much water uh, to keep hydrated and keep cool because of the armor on versus not having armor on, having to replenish that moisture in your body to keep your core cool, which is kind of neat, and not get burned and look like a lobster by the time you get to where you want to go. Well, case in point, the, the ride home. I think the ride home was the hottest we had of the three days. Oh yeah. We'll save for your little stint up from Atlanta. But we were going, I don't know, what were we doing? 150 miles roundabout to a fuel stop. Uh-huh. And yeah, full jacket, gloves. I mean, I had basically everything on that I own. And I was able to get enough to drink when we stopped and feel hydrated enough that it didn't have to stop in between a fuel run. Mm-hmm. Which in the past, when it was hot like that, I would be riding with a t-shirt, maybe gloves, half helmet, and I wouldn't ride that far because you would just feel hot and consumed. And it's like, oh, I got I to get some water. Like, I got to stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just funny how I've made a, a switch, almost 180 degree switch. I think right. the other thing comes into play a lot is we were moving. It wasn't, yeah, it was hot. We were moving. It's when you get that stop and roll, like when we hit Winchester and we're stop and roll, and it was just like mm-hmm. you're just sitting there baking, and it's just beating, right. you're not moving, not getting airflow. You're like, I yeah, gotta the, get some air. The traffic is rough, like when it's hot like that, man, it's brutal sitting traffic. It's almost unbearable. Yeah, it's almost unbearable. Like you're just gonna do anything to keep moving, including getting yeah. off the road. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So, so that's cool. Um, let's see. Dangerous Dave had a. A nice little miss, and we ended up on a dirt road for a while, which was fun. Oh, yeah. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. There's also a video of that. I don't know if I will share it, but. 
And then he parks us in a hot parking lot with no cover. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's like, let's stop and check out the map in this wide open parking lot. More baking. Yeah, right direct sun. There's nowhere to hide. (laughs) You know, just all sun. (laughs) I just couldn't wait to get back on the bike at that point. But that was funny. Yeah, that was a good route, though. Always always good rides. Or good roads up in that area. So that part was yeah. fun. That's a, that's a neat area, you know. And I, you know, I, you know, I, as I reflect back on that trip, there was a lot of nice areas in Pennsylvania to ride on. You know what I'm saying? Or ride mm-hmm. through. Yep. Uh, and I was quite impressed with not only the landscape, but just the properties there was just amazing. The type of properties you can get in Maryland and PA and and so forth. It's just. The country back roads is where it's at, um, and the scenery you get with the mountainside and, and the, the hillsides and everything—it was just beautiful. And to take it all in on a motorcycle was even that much sweeter to me because I guess if you're in a car, you're on the highway, and you don't really get to appreciate, you know, the, the scenery, the landscape. The, the the small communities and, and the way people are living, you know, and appreciate the farmers and what they do for us and everything. You don't really get to see that on the highway, but if you do the back roads on a bike, you see it, you smell it, you experience it, and it just made the trip that much enjoyable. And I think that trip for me will always be burned into my memory banks of one of the best rides I've did, even though, you know, it was hot as crap. And the distance, uh, yeah. Yeah, and the distance, yeah. 1,600 miles round trip for me was a, 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 an epic event in that type of heat. But to be able to enjoy it was just amazing to me. And to be able to do it with you guys was the, yep. the, the, the icing on the cake. I think the, the mark of a good trip is, is how long it lingers after. Yeah. And, you know, it, we're about a week removed. And it's taken, it's taken about a week to kind of come down off that high and get back yes. to the groove of work and home and, and things like that. And it, that's, that's kind of the mark of a good trip. Like if it lingers on for a few days up to a week, like, you know, you had a good time. Right. And we got a bunch of great supporters for the show. I just can't appreciate you guys. I can't tell you how much I appreciate the support that we have from our group. Yep. And just the camaraderie, you know, the conversations, um, um, just good people. And I just want to say thank you for all that you've done for us throughout the years and continue to do for us. My heart goes out to you. I love you all and I appreciate you guys so much. So thank you for all that you do for us. It means a lot. I second that. And it and it's rejuvenating. Like it it gives us the fuel to to keep going, keep it going, right? Yeah, keep the show going. Keep keep doing events. Keep doing rides. Like it's really cool. Yeah. Unlike YouTube, which is just snarky comments, but <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, they're on a video that was not one of our finest. So right. <laughs> so maybe they're listening. I'm responding in real time while we're sitting here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Anything else about Gettysburg? I've, no, but I'll reiterate what said. It's that's awesome, and I think it helps us so much. And meeting people out that listen to the show just yeah, blows it's, us. Cool. it's really cool. It's cool to know that people get something out of it because you 
you know, without the feedback loop, you you don't really know. Right. You know, you, you'd almost rather get bad feedback because then you, at least you know someone's listening and they care. But right. when it's just quiet and there's nothing, you're not really sure. Like people right. enjoy it. People don't care. Everyone's tuned out. Like <laughs> right. the, the downloads are still there, but it's like, it's nice to meet people and they're like, Oh, I love it. I've listened to it forever, now, you know? Yeah. And I'm on this episode and da da da. You think back, Oh yeah, I remember that episode. Uh-huh. So yeah, it was cool. I, I really appreciate that. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yep. And before we move on to the thank you segment for the same people we're talking about, you want to talk a little bit about 2020 planning, John? Cause I know we've, we've had conversations since Gettysburg. Oh, 2020 planning. So talking about the meetup in, in Telco. Yeah. So uh, the overall plan is to go to Telco Plains. Um, the, the goal is to stay at Hunt's Lodge is our goal. So if you are thinking about doing that, you know, that's the place to go. It's a very small place. So there's five cabins. If you tent, there's places to tent. Um, we're talking about doing, getting there Friday night. Uh, everybody can ride Friday night, Friday whenever. Um, I'm probably going to go out Thursday and be out there Thursday. Um, or no, maybe even Wednesday. Might go out Wednesday, ride the area Thursday to make sure the routes are good and everything's all set. And then uh, Friday, um, everybody can meet up. Um, then Saturday, Sunday, going to do two rides. Still working out details. Rich is going to be my guinea pig. Um, okay. I, I've plan out the ride i think it is probably going to be a little too aggressive i'm worried about that so we might do something where we split up the groups and if people go you can say hey i want to you know take a lazy ride lazy day ride and be a little shorter or you say i want to do the full experience and let's go from very much sun up to sundown is the day yeah. <clears throat> yep so so that's kind of the the route that i have ideal and I'm probably giving you what I think are some of the best roads. And I think that if anybody comes out would really enjoy, it's probably all the tourist ones, but still they are just, but this, if road, you're in the area, this meetup is all about the riding, which is kind of what I tried to plan for this year, but I, it fell apart because I'm not the planner. So <laughs> yeah, John's pl- putting together what I had intended, which is a, a meetup, an event, a gathering, that's all about the riding, like show up and be ready to ride. And, and, and I'll say this much and, and then Thursday or Sunday, do another group ride and then leave out Monday. My thing I'll say, if you show up, you know, one thing, remember we will, I plan to keep in check as a leader or what the leaders need to do is, is to keep in check, you know, ride your ride. Don't do not. And I'll put it this way. If you do not ride a lot of twisty roads or very technical roads, do not, try to push it where others ride these roads a lot they will bite you yeah and 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 that's what we don't want to see i don't want to see anybody go down it's one of the worst things as a leader is to see somebody go down that you're leading um yeah and john john's enlisting some of the people that he rides with a lot who do a lot of group rides so they're familiar with yeah, with so, keeping so, a group together communications blocking all that stuff yeah so i'm gonna i've reached out to uh both Bobby and well, Bobby and and Sid, um, I want them to block for the group. Um, those guys will block. Um, they know wholeheartedly I trust them with my life. Um, they will make sure the group is protected. And 
they're, they're, those are guys will that's my goal and you know that's our goal is to keep everybody safe um and depending we'll on the, more. yeah depending on the, the the amount of people we get we might end up splitting it up instead of one yeah. big group yeah so that's where it's kind of you know like i said with you rich i threw out the loop route to you and you're like well it might be a lot so that's why i was kind of saying that maybe we split up and people can go with the more lay back hey i want to look at this overlook i want to spend 30 minutes in overlook or you got people that are riding through ride and says yep there's overlook yep there's overlook and just ride past it you know yeah yeah and i think scenery. i so think so that's, that's the thing you, you have all different types of riding and i think there will be people that haven't been in that area want to really take it in the scenery not just the roads and then other people maybe like myself who just want to ride i don't really want to stop and look at things i want to i want to beat up these roads and enjoy i want to enjoy the road and the bike yep. you know? and, I, and i can say that pretty much the roads are going to be you hit the tail of the dragon we're going to hit the chair hall skyway the plan is hit the moonshiner and the other one to hit is going to be the um foothill parkway i will tell you that's my game plan that's the four yep. that's the four um the other one that i'd love to try to do that some people would enjoy it all depends on if we can make a swing is is um go over the newfound gap and go into maggie valley valley and goes to wheels through time that's my hope as well it all comes into i'm the re- the days are really aggressive so i don't know if i'm being over i think i'm being over aggressive if it feels like you are, you probably are. Because once you add the group, it'll it'll get like that. So yeah, let's. It's a year and a half, a year and two months away. So we don't need to settle it all today. No, we don't have to sell it. I mean, no, no. That's the that's the game plan. Um, I, I'm as we'll talk about in events. I'm planning to go out there in October. So maybe I can enlist Rich to join me. And Regal, you're more than welcome to join. You're always enjoyed to welcome. And uh, you know, if, if anybody else is. In the group wants to come out and just hang out, see it. I don't have no problems with. It. I'm not trying to make it the big group, but uh, that's our plan. And I'd love to see whoever can make it make it. It's, I think it's going to be a fun trip. All right. Well, thank you, John. And with that, I would like to take a moment and recognize the people who continue to make our show possible. And we do that by thanking the writers of Loud Pipes for their continued support. First five, the OGs, Marcus, Rickard, Edward, Jebby, and Zion. Thank you, fellas. Slack pack is Chuck, Chad, and NC Rambler. Barbershop is Steven and Jacob. Loud Pipes Racing, which we already played the effect, is uh, Sean Birch and Old Man Slacker. And the big group, Steve, Micah, Kenny, Dangerous Dave, Bronco Ride, Rich, Joe, Tony, Jed's Moto, Scott, Tim, Sir Mike, and our newest member, Tommy Evans. Thank you, Tommy. Makes up the riders group. And then we have Darren, the Motorcycles and Misfits podcast, Kale and David round out the insiders. And we appreciate all the support, no matter the size. And if you find some value in the show and you would like to return that, you can head over to loudpipes.net forward slash donate and check out everything in there we have to offer. It's contest time. Are you guys ready? Yeah, man. Who, who, who's going to win this? Win this free bike rental? Did you get your entries in? Oh wait, you guys aren't eligible. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, yeah, dang it, Rico. See, no love again. Know. See, see what we're getting. No love. No love. No love. No love. 
All right. Well, the the responses were a little thin uh, in the beginning, but we, it did pick up as time went on. And contests, for whatever reason, over our four and a half years of doing the show, have never had great responses anyway. So we had 12 total, which I thought was pretty good. That's the, that's the best one we've had so far. So uh, Austin over at Twisted Road was nice enough to offer a free daily rental that we raffled off. And let's go through the numbers. So I am using a website called random.org. It will generate a random sequence, 1 through 12. So it'll essentially order those numbers at random. I have the participants already listed in the show notes, 1 through 12. So let me click the button. What's the number? What's the number? The top What's sequence the- is number three, which is oh Tony T. Tony T. That's right. Tony Tarabellini. He is also a clubhouse member, which is very cool. And the sequence has the entire order. So if Tony, for some reason, can't or doesn't want the rental, then we will go on to the next and the next until Austin finds a winner. Now, 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 let me ask a question here, Mr. Rich. Yes. The order you put these in were how they came into you, correct? They went into the notes in reverse order of how I received them. Okay. If that makes any sense. Yep. All right. So number one is the most recent one, and number 12 is the one who came in first. Okay. I was just asking that question, how you did that. Yep. That's how I, that's how I seeded the numbers. And like I said, the sequence was generated at random. I will post the random results with the timestamp in the show notes so everyone can see that. And Tony, I will get your email and pass it over to Austin so you can get yourself a rental. All right. That was pretty cool. You guys going to use that service? I'm going to, I'm going to actually rent an RT again because as I was mentioning comments on YouTube, (laughs) um, the comments were, Negative, but fair, because the video wasn't great. It's not one of our better videos. And, of course, we, we generally do the test rides, and then we talk about it during the show, so the video is kind of secondary. Um, so to be fair, it's, it's not the best. But what I had planned to do is to get an RT through Twisted Road. That way I can have it for a day, get a good ride on it, shoot a bunch of video, do another review, proper review, and get that posted. So that's how I'm going to use it going forward and i'm going to start with the rt anybody anybody oh all good all right all right i have two other things in the notes that we can talk about if you guys are interested i'm gonna save the bike one because there's really no new detail other than it's available but rico have you seen the new corvette yes Oh and, my goodness. And? I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. And can't wait to see it in person. I am so excited about this car. Uh well the reason I knew about the Yingling anniversary is my buddy Mike in Pennsylvania, who has the I believe it's an O two. It's O two or O four Lamont anniversary C five convertible with the Lamont blue and the stripes and the shale top, you know, beautiful Corvette. And the only one I've ever driven, by the way. He called me on Friday after the announcement, and he is so giddy. He wants one of these new Corvettes so bad. 
Right. Which floored me because he's like an old school guy. Like, you know, he doesn't even want, you know, like an auto shifter or a dual clutch. You know what I mean? Like, right. he's like old school, round taillight Corvette kind of guy. Man. And he is all giddy about this 2020 mid-engine Corvette Stingray bad boy. Bad boy. I mean, to start at 60 grand for this monster, oh, yeah, it'll be worth it. It's nearly 500 horse out of the box. Right. Zero to 60 in like three seconds. And yeah, that's going to start under 60 grand. <clears throat> Good luck right. finding one. But right. <laughs> that's phenomenal. How can you beat that? Right? A midget. Oh, just, and it's sexy as I don't know what. I oh, wait. just love it. I know how to beat it. A leftover no. Z06, it's going to be on the dealer's lots next year. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I would love to have one of these things in my garage. Are you kidding me? It's good looking. Good looking. Oh, man. What do you and think, John? Be- have you seen it? Looks nice. Um, I don't know. I just, I know what they're doing. Change the design, but still, I don't know. I, I you know, you kind of losing the aspect of a Corvette. I think they just made it better. I think we can just unhook John's mic now. Yeah, I think we just. I'm just kidding. He was a host on the show. So are you? Are you? Are you in the old school camp? Like it should have stayed front engine. You know that kind of thing. I mean, you think about. I mean, I know what they're doing. They're, they're changing the design of it and doing something different. And probably performance is would be better with a mid engine. But still, I mean, you think Corvette, you think muscle car, you think front engine. No, not a muscle you know, car, sports car. Sports car, I mean. Camaro's the muscle car. Pony car, whatever you want to call it. Okay, well, still, I just go on history stuff, so. Well, 50-some years, is it 50 or 60-some years, they've kept that, that, that basic design. Right. This is the first shift, and and they're all in. There's no... There's no C7 being built alongside of it. Like, it's done. They're all in. They're all mid-engine. They're going forward. And yeah, that's probably the smart way to do it. I was I was sad. I'm a little like you, John. I was kind of sad. I, I like, I love the current Corvette. I love its configuration, the sound. I love that it kicks butt on the racetrack amongst newer and supposedly better cars. So... I kind of was like, yeah, why don't you keep keep running the C7, but, sell it cheaper, just, or whatever. Yeah, but just think how much, how much, how how better this car is going to handle with the engine in the back now. Now, now normally Corvettes, you know, you can run them in a straight line. Now you'll be able to do straight line and the and the corners. Now this car, they've been good in the corners for a while now. I don't know. You're man. thinking of like the '80s cars that 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 would. Nah, turn, nah. So. Yeah. The front end was always having. You really couldn't take them because the front end was always sliding on them. So I think they did a they did us a justice by putting it in the rear, having all that weight on the back, so you can actually drive this car through the corners at speed and keep up with all everybody else, the BMWs, the 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 Mercedes, the, the Acuras, and everything. So now that they have this car now that they've changed things up, they'll be able to change and keep up with the future with the electric stuff with the electric motors in the front on um, each wheel. And now that, you have the, that's what they're saying is the, 
the all-wheel drive versions will be electrically driven in the front. That's what I was hearing. Yeah, so there you go. So you'll have so your now, big, rowdy V8 driving the rear tires, and then when you want the all-wheel drive boost, it'll be electrified. Right. That's what I heard. Yeah, that secondhand, that may not be true, but that's what I heard. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, that's that's the future. Certainly on the racing side, that is the future. I mean, Ford with their cheater GT and terribly sounding car, you know, that car has been great as a mid-engine. If you look at Porsche, even their 911 RSR is is technically mid-engine because I believe that engine even sits forward of the rear wheels. And even the the AMG, the racing Mercedes that they're doing, is technically a front mid-engine because the engine is in the front, but it's behind the front axle line. So that's also technically a mid-engine car, even though it's in front of the driver. So they're all doing it. The Lamborghinis are that way. Ferraris are mid-engine. So. Part of it's keeping up with the Joneses. Part of it's, I guess, it's just a better balancing package. So, can't wait to see the race car. Right. It's supposed to debut 2020 in Daytona. Whew. So, I, I might have to go back this year. Right. Back to what? Daytona. Daytona. In February. February will be late January. Let's see. IMSA. Schedule 2020. Let's see. Weather Tech Championship. Do they have 2020? Yes, they do. All right. So the roar before. No, there's nothing here. You know what car the vet reminds me of now that I think about it is the new Ferrari SF90. Yeah, I'm getting a little Ferrari in it. Yeah. I'm getting a lot of Camaro from the back. Right now that the tailpipes are at opposite ends and not in the middle and square, in square, yeah. So it gives me the Ferrari essence. Which Ferrari? No. The F ninety? No, the SF ninety. Um, I think it's called Stradale. 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 I'm looking. I'm looking. Stradale. Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah a little bit. A little bit. You got to squint real hard. Yes, we got to see them side by side. But yeah, the, the two are so much similar. Yeah. And Lotus has got a new uh, fast production car out there, too. I saw that. What is that thing called? Yeah, what was it? I was uh, just looking at it earlier today. Oh, man. Where did it go? I just had the website up here and I closed it before the show. Save memory. I don't even say this. I don't even know how to say this. E E V I J A. Evija. Evija. Powerful production car ever. I'm looking horsepower. That's pretty crazy looking. Right. Wild from the back. Look at that thing. Pretty cool. Yeah, it's a good time for supercars if you've got the coin. Right. I'm waiting to get... I just want another bike. (laughs) Me too. I still want a Modus, by the way. Yeah. Modus. I still want... Just to have it. Just the motor itself. I I enjoyed it. You can still get them. 
Yeah, out there. true. But just to work on them, I don't know. He could sell that overheating Roadmaster and get a Modus. Uh, it's not overheating. It was just hot. Well, you were complaining about it. A little. Okay, a little. Then it broke itself and then it cooled off. Yeah, mine didn't miss a beat. No? No. It does burn a little oil, though, which is odd. I was say. Yeah, I'm I'm putting in about six ounces every thousand miles. What? Every thousand miles. How about that? I got over yeah. eight thousand miles on that thing now. Wow, that's eight quarts of oil. I bought it with forty eight hundred. What forty eight hundred? Back in the spring. Is so, that yeah. a normal thing though? I've been getting around with it. Yeah, you have to work your back, right? Yeah, this was the first long trip. With my new luggage, which seemed to work out pretty well. Yeah, talk about that. How's how'd that work out for you? It was really nice to just have all my stuff packed on a bag that's attached to the bike properly. I didn't have anything strapped or fastened or tagged to the bike other than the trophy <laughs> with right. two of John's big old rock straps. <laughs> right. But yeah, it's just really, really pleasant to have everything in proper luggage and locked up and off you go. It was, that was a really cool feeling. I, I guess my, my next bike will probably be a full on touring bike. I would imagine, or maybe just a bigger sport touring bike, you know, like a concourse or FJR or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or maybe even one of the BMWs if I want to be fancy. Oh, I saw one of those, uh, V stars on the road. Adventures. Is that the, the, what they're called? The Eluder? Is that what it, yeah, the Eluder. The Yamaha? The, the Yamaha. Yeah. And I was like, huh, okay. The guy was, you know, it was annoying to me because he was wearing a t shirt and shorts <laughs> and, and penny loafers. But uh, other than that, I was like, okay, I can see the attraction to it. Yeah, but would I have one? I don't know. I have to have to ride that bike. Yeah. All right, fellas, we're approaching an hour and a half here, or maybe more like an hour and fifteen. But you guys have any other topics you want to squeeze in? Otherwise, we'll do events, and I have one little announcement. We'll shut it down. All right, let's do it. Let's do it, Burgess. Uh, quick announcement, I guess, before we get to the event. So we're trying to streamline things here with show production and we've shifted to Sunday night recording. We're still not doing it live, but we shifted to Sunday night. That seems to work for us on a personal level. And also to make things quicker, I think we're going to kill the downshift segment. So as soon as the show's over, we start saving files. We have a little bit of chit chat, but generally we're all off to bed like old men. Cause we get up early <laughs> for work and whatnot. So yeah. I think the downshift has come to an end unless we have something special or, you know, something to stick in the feed. Um, so we're going to keep the show to about an hour and a half and cut that out the same night that we record. So hopefully Sunday night, Monday morning, everyone gets a new show as often as we do it weekly, if possible. All right, Johnny events, events. We don't have many events. We, 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 we're running out of events. You're going to upstate New York on the yeah. 9th. Still doing well, that? You, well, no, you got, oh, well, Antiques and Chesney was what, next weekend? Yeah, I yeah. don't know if I'm going now because 
uh, Tim said he wasn't going, so I kind of made other plans. And then he said a couple of days ago he di- he changed his mind. He is going, but I kind of have other plans now, so I don't think we're going. Yep. All right. So uh, August 9th through twelfth, I'm being upstate New York, and then I'm throw this one out. We kind of talked about it. Was uh, going to go to um, Spire Adventures. Uh, Maggie Valley is October 10th through the 12th. I might try to hit one of those um, days at Maggie Valley and also kind of do a drive run for 2020 Lot Pipes Meetup route planning. I'm going to uh, insert one there before Spider Adventures. All right. Uh, I'm going to take the boys to the final round of the Motor America Championship at Barber. Ooh, That's going to nice. be September, I think it's the 20th, 21st-ish weekend. Sweet, sweet. So we're going to go down, stay over, and do both days of racing. Sounds like fun. I don't have the details yet, but they've been itching to go. We watch all the races together, at least the Superbike. They don't really watch the Supersport and other stuff with me, but they are watching all the Superbike races with me. And they're both, I think they're both Cameron uh, Bovier fans. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Yamaha. <laughs> Yamaha Factory, of course. And then we're going to, um, then uh, Rich and Rico are going to the Other Man in 2020. Um, yep. I know, I know, I know they're working on buying those tickets. We're working it out, working out. And then um, talked about this past trip to Gettysburg, Sturgis in August of 2020. So uh, getting that all worked out, and then in September 18th through the 21st. Is uh, the Loud Pipes meetup in the NC Mountains? And we talked about it earlier in the show. Now, there's one little hitch in your plan there. What's my little hitch in the plan? Well, some of the same people going to Sturgis are coming to the meetup, and that's like a month apart. Well, so? I'm just saying, that's, that's, that's a lot for some people. They have a year to plan. A year and two months. A year and two months. All right, fair enough. Okay, I would like to again thank the Riders of Loud Pipes for their continued support. And if you're interested in joining this group and supporting the show, you can visit loudpipes.net forward slash donate. Uh, Additional information from this episode, including links and images, uh, lots of pictures from Gettysburg and the ride. Check out the links to JT Southern Fried and the videos that we mentioned. Those will all be found on loudpipes.net slash 164. We have some links there to leave us some feedback, which we appreciate. You can subscribe to the show, which is still free, and follow us on social media. All right, Brother Hogan. Yeah, yeah. Kickstands up. Let's do this, Brutus. Okay, Johnny John. Yeah, man, let's roll. Good night. you for listening please consider supporting the show we offer generous rewards for your contribution find more details at loudpipes.net forward slash donate